0: Potato chips, how
1: my mouth just drip, potato chips, how my mouth just drip, crunch, crunch. I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips, potato chips, how my mouth just drip, potato chips, how my mouth just drip, crunch, crunch. I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips.
0: No matter where it is, you'll always find a bag around a bar, a picnic, even a baseball ground. Tell you if you're doing something. Potato chips.
1: (laughs) Good evening, good evening, good evening. I said it three times to uh, be sure that you think I'm sincere. It's time once again on The Evening Tickler with Steve and Julian to stop your uh, divergent thinking and your dilly-dallying and begin dining and discussing with us at table tonight. And it is going to be, I feel like a circus barker tonight. Step right up to the table and sit down. Uh, not only will you be fed well from organic produce off of Burnett Farms, but you will be, as you can see, entertained, mystified, and maybe glorified by this lovely guest Julie and I have tonight her name is Carolyn Dowd and she has gone where most men have not Um, and in all sincerity (laughs) she has come back with Oliver with 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 all of her bits and pieces and and she has gone through a grinder that for most people would take the bits and pieces off but she seems to have been kind of polished and um, and at table anyway looks to me julian as if she's got some stories to tell that she we'll has some mystify. stuff up her trouser leg <laughs> and so let's shake them out <laughs> hi carolyn hi
2: steve hi Good julian to have you.
1: closer closer <laughs> yeah get close um, how do we even begin on, uh, this is such a beautiful evening in the Catskills and, and we have such a beautiful guest with us that has, has been to the other side of the world and has seen things that rarely get reported on here in the mountains. Um, so it's going to be an exciting, uh, evening of, of conversation with somebody who actually will maybe make, who actually has killer. something to say, uh, yeah,
0: this will be the first <laughs> time everybody, anybody on the show that has anything to say. Totally. There'll be news bottom here.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I'll just sit here and not say anything. No, no, heavy, no, no,
2: no,
0: <laughs> no.
1: There's um, so you've been through something that is both heavy, and I think some lessons that come out of it uh, proof out the lightness. Of wait, 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 wait. So before that, like a little bit, so before, yeah, that, like a little bit of, before we get too
0: down that road, a little bit of why. So your background. So first of all, how do we know each other?
2: Julian and I worked together for twenty years. Julian was the photographer's my agent. That's yeah, be, <laughs> it was awful. It was, was such a bummer. it was the, it was the highlight of, of my month when it they was, said we need it, a photographer. It was the like, highlight the of both of our months.
1: It's yeah. true. It's true. But I, he it was the, on for twenty years. One month. Oh yeah. Years. He, yeah.
2: He was the first person Julian. that I called um, when I was looking for photographers. I always loved his roster, and I made a phone call. 20 years ago when I worked for an mm. ad agency in Boston and got Julian. I didn't know what to expect, and we talked for two hours on the phone that day, and we've had a relationship ever since.
0: And weirdly, we did at the end of my career, and actually kind of at the, the end, end of, of yours too, yeah. yeah, that's true. We yeah. followed the same arc. We are separated by a f- year or so of months, when we gave yeah. it up, yeah. Um, we did something up in Delaware County. Yes. Which we did with you, which we did this whole campaign for Bank of America, which was about what was it? It was about helping soldiers. What was it about? Homes for some hero thing.
2: Yeah, they were, well, they had just finished being a part of the news in a negative way. When was From it? the financial crisis in 2008. Oh, that's right. And they, right, they were had, that's right. trying to promote an image that was fe- the opposite of what was in the news.
0: They were feeling bad about themselves. Bank of America were feeling bad about themselves. Because yeah. what was it? They'd had a big, giant bailout. It they, was the bailout
2: time? Yeah. No, it was and bailout time. there was mortgage issues. And so when we were here, it was about the mortgages that they were helping to provide for veterans coming veterans. home. Veterans. Was a, yeah,
1: I yeah. love it when large corporations totally burnish, burnish their image drop on the ball, and then they pick up a <laughs> yeah. little cause a to tiny, make everybody feel better big. about them.
2: But we got but to, we came here. You got to give me
1: some money. So we I had got some, some fun. Of that money, we,
2: man. I think we pumped a lot of money into hey, this area hey, was a, by weird thing being was, there for a couple weeks. Well, and, I would
0: go back to County Tire because we pulled out oh, all, the, yeah. uh, all these. I un- all these all of
2: my syrup from them.
0: But all these unlikely people—I mean, Inez was one—but we would go back to County Tire, and every time I walked in there. That dude, the main dude, it would light up because he was getting residuals because it it ended up being a TV commercial and then it had to cross Mm. over into SAG things or whatever. Because for print, you just get that one dose and then they're like, go away. And he was like, I'm still getting him. And like three of his other guys were still getting, uh, they got a retainer uh, just so they didn't work for another bank like they're likely to work for another bank. And then they would get the money as well. Thousands
2: and thousands of dollars. And it was just for... Us, the way we had positioned it, you and I had talked about it, we could have done this shoot in Los Angeles and we would have had to Cram three days in yeah. for, in the same budget that Can't we were able to be here make a for a couple of weeks and, and just so, folks this yeah. area.
1: As you have just heard, if not for Carolyn Dowd and Julian <laughs> Richards, we would be a poorer people. Oh my God! Yeah, um, we totally turned things uh, around. And so we we, we owe a Completely. great a great it was pe- debt.
0: It was just pe- peasants, <laughs> but it, hunched peasants let's, in field. Let's get beyond the digging up money right, thing. Root, root crops.
1: <laughs> money caused the problem. Money came in and, and helped us all out. Let's get into the spirit of this thing. Is that enough background on this amazing woman? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so. I'm a producer. So, yeah, and so, so I yeah, produce, not, so, I produce so photo idea. shoots. Yeah. She, and as you can see from her beautiful face here on the radio, that and uh, topless, and, and <laughs> she just talked, But it's we a, it's want, a little unnerving. <laughs> like, the feds are going to come in to take a peek <laughs> at that. Um, I think it's okay. But you know, I'd, I only got to meet you for a moment at the farm stand when you were doing that shoot a few years ago. And you came bubbling up the stairs, um, effervescent, actually. And I have, from what uh, Julian's told me about your recent um, efforts in Sicily, been um, mystified that, that you would do this. It seems like something that most people wouldn't walk into.
2: People thrill me yeah. like nothing else. Yeah. and traveling thrills me mm. also i get i get a huge burst of energy from immersing myself in a place meeting new people finding interesting things and and just seeing something that i haven't seen before and the work that I did for the ad agency was we got assigned to go places for long periods of time. And there were places that we were sent, like, you're going to Detroit for 10 days. And half of the team would roll their eyes and be like, yes, we have n- I've never been to Detroit. What's that going to be like?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And
2: I loved going to places where I just didn't know what to expect because you can
1: yeah, yeah.
2: always find something interesting yeah. if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And I wanted to create something for myself so why'd that you mimic? That. So
0: why'd you go to Sicily originally? What was your first idea to go on holiday, yeah?
2: N- no, th- my first idea was I wanted to give myself a photography assignment. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I My life has been spent around photography and I've been taking pictures my whole life, but I'm not a professional photographer, but it's been part of my life forever. And after working on hundreds of photo shoots, for 20 years. I just have seen how the whole thing works, and I'm like, I think I can create that for myself if I can just do it for free, where there's no pressure. So I wanted to create a volunteer opportunity for myself where I could possibly help somebody else with what I have learned from producing photo shoots that provide content. For clients, and that's what I was offering.
0: This might be the most sincere moment we've ever had on the time we've been going now for. How what is it? About eight
1: months? It is the longest period of time that neither you or I have said a thing. Oh, I know. Like the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck. I can only take so much sincerity. Wave them around a little.
0: They are. Oh yeah, that's better.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is how much they wave. Yes. So that's. I wanted to
2: create something for myself to see if I could help somebody. For free,
0: did you have an idea about what it would be? I mean, did you was that something you were aiming? At? You knew you wanted to go to Sicily.
2: I knew I wanted to go to Sicily, and my friend Alessandra is from Rome, and her brother is a priest in Rome, and he runs this large organization. It's called Community of Sant'Aggirio, Saint Egidio and they are like the Red Cross, um, where they aid lots of different people that that would need help um, like cat, uh, catastrophe help but also elderly, homeless, handicapped, uh, children poor and they now are helping in Sicily with the migrant crisis that they have going on there which is basically what Greece had going on with Syria uh, Italy has going on with people coming from Africa from
0: so that was all the whole, originally the whole Lampedusa thing or whatever. They're yes, all arriving exactly. there. Exactly. And they've come from Lampedusa and they're now in Sicily. But Sicily right. is responding from what you from I'm um, preempting what you're going to say. Sicily appears to be responding to the refugee crisis in a different way to say how America or England
2: or whatever. Oh, they seem to have. The irony there, yeah. Right. And that's what. You know, it. When they said, "How would you like to work with the um, this group in Sicily that's helping with the refugee crisis there?" It, it just felt so present, tense to be asked if I wanted to do something like that and would yeah and it was just an incredible opportunity to go and see how a different country
0: i didn't even know you were doing it. I started to see stuff on Facebook. Because you hadn't sending and usually yeah. you'd say something, but um, but maybe you would, maybe you're just not talking about it.
2: Well, I I wasn't. I'm not one to. St- it's hard for me to promote myself that way. Like I.
0: I know, but even just a, s- hey, even just a call to me, being like, hey, guess what? I'm going <laughs> to-
2: anyway, so I started to see it,
0: and I'm like, when you first arrived, those first couple of posts and stuff were about going to. Uh, you know, going to church where where Michael Corleone was was, was yes. and I'm like, oh, she's great. She's gone down to Sicily. She's going on holiday. And then all of a sudden, this other demographic starts turning up in your. Whereas like a picture of a nonna having her birth have, have, uh, the first birthday. picture
2: I posted wasn't even my own, and it's an image of um, a Zodiac boat, right? The rubber Right, rafts. right, right. right.
0: <clears throat> That's what they're coming over on, on Zodiac. That's what
2: they come over on. Um, yeah. They leave from Libya. And a Zodiac that might carry 30 people safely, like the big ones that Mm. the Navy might use, they would put 180 people in. And what was happening was those Zodiacs were sinking a mile off of the Libyan coast to the tune of 4,000 rescues, boat rescues, not people, 4,000 rescues in 22 days. Like, they overload the boats, they get a half a mile off the the, Who's
0: doing the rescues? The Italian?
2: The Italian... Coast Guard.
0: Wow. So this, all of the responsibility for this is for is ending up falling on Italy. That's right. Wow. Yeah. But they are, uh, they're, embra- they're embracing it. They're.
2: I'm not positive that that's how it started. They, it's just a need of not having people die. In a zodiac, in the middle of the Mediterranean. I know somebody's so- got to help.
0: Well, there's that imperative, but then. What
2: but, ha- but what's true happens. all over
0: the world is that, that um, somebody does have to help, but people often don't, like governments don't stand up or they don't, right. you know, I mean, even looking back to the Second World War and like uh, boats of Jews off Florida that were turned back. Right. You know, because, you know, I mean, historically people don't help. People right. let them sink or they say, I don't know, go somewhere else or whatever. Right. But what you're saying that you saw is that Italy has taken on the idea of that immigration might not be a horrible thing.
2: That's right. That's right. And the the organization that I worked for was based out of Catania oh, yeah. in the southern part of Sicily, which is closest to the shoreline. You know, if you look at a map, Libya and Catania aren't that far apart.
0: It's across. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah.
2: And so those boats were making their way across the Mediterranean. The um, Italian Coast Guard was intercepting them because of communications that they were hearing. That there were boats so they would go out, intercept the boats, and onboard those refugees onto a ship. And then we would go meet that. This happened one time when I was there. We were meeting that ship in port, and they were bringing in uh, somewhere between four and 600 new refugees. Where do they put them? The organization that I work for has a, about a dozen outposts in sicily uh i worked for a church that had 12 people staying there
0: you're not churchy though in your normal life yeah
2: not not so much but the
0: not so much or not at all
2: i i was
0: you used to be churchy
2: yeah we grew up that i grew up in new jersey we it was just like the italian town that i grew up in. it was like catholic
0: churchy yep oh really
2: yeah but then they kind of lost me a little bit uh for lots of
0: reasons well because there's no god (laughs) and for some other reason sorry. there is no Hey, God listen, I'm the sorry pope follows
2: me on Instagram now. The pope follows
0: you on Instagram? Well, it's fake
2: pope. I found out later. I'm like, that's not the real pope. He doesn't he only has 4 followers. I'm like, that can't be the real Pope Francis. But Pope Francis certainly Wait, was there's a person
0: on Instagram called Pope Francis with only 4 followers. Yes. Yeah, he's probably That's, not- that's
2: the one following me. He
0: might not be the real pope. <laughs> that might be true. As he's the father of the Christian church. Maybe not.
2: So, no. As a... I am religious, but not by way of the Catholic Church anymore. I don't know if that's... What way
0: are you religious?
2: I, I'm, I'm still Catholic, and I still believe in all of those things. I what? just don't you do? sit in a church anymore. You believe
0: that there's the guy up in the sky with a beard who, who makes... You yeah. do, really? Yeah. No, you don't.
2: Well, I believe... How is it different
0: from, like, Alice in Wonder Because <laughs> I can't work it out. I can't work it out. Wait, Steve, you got a bit of
1: God as well, yeah? It's a matter of faith. Something that you don't have, and we'll nah, never they always and say so, that. That's such no, it's such know, a cop it, out. We, it's such a cop out. We could throw you a bone with some meat on it, uh, but you wouldn't even chew it. You know what? What I'm interested in is that uh, you know, so often when we've lived a life with purpose and 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 we focused on something as you have in telling stories, um, and 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 sharing them. Um, it's of consequence and it sounds like it's been a series of consequences in your life that led you to this but the other thing about getting to a point where we've matured is that the deliciousness of getting into for whatever reasons a situation like this is that what happens are the laws of unintended consequences and I'm sure that with the dynamic of what was going on there You experienced and saw things that you didn't expect to see. Not at all. What did you expect to see?
2: I expected to see really despondent people that were lost in the world. And Mm, what I saw instead were the most intelligent, grateful, bright, funny, amazing people who have the ability somehow to be to only be grateful for the fact that they are alive. Yeah, totally. That they came I heard twelve stories about twelve um, that would keep if I heard one, I would have been I would have been kept up at night from one. Oh, just I how just
0: how bad the, how the background is how yeah.
2: hard their life was getting to Italy mm-hmm. because it's a series of events you're country is torn by something there's violence in your country and it usually results in you being a 17 or 18 year old kid with missing family right and then you have to leave that if it's not as americans i think family dying is enough to set us back for decades right but for them they only have a few days to process it right before they have to move they're and then what out. they do is they make this long journey from the country say Nigeria or Cameroon or Senegal or Eritrea if that's how you even say it <laughs> um, <laughs> and they make their way to the desert where then they get in back of pickup trucks that a pickup truck might hold six people standing up and they will be 30
0: are they paying for this
2: and they're paying for that right. out of their pocket so and then that pickup truck crosses the desert with 30 people in it. And they said, it's, I said, how hot is it? And they're like 70 degrees. And I went back to my room that night and I had to do like a conversion.
1: The, the Celsius to, yeah. It's 158 degrees. 158 degrees. 158.
2: No food, no water. Oh. <laughs> and That's they the spend the three task, days. Huh? Three days crossing, crossing the, the desert. desert. And then the reward for living through that is they get to be in Libya, which has been for everything that I was told is just hell on earth I'm living
0: hell yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
2: and they're shot at they're imprisoned for months when they decide that they're allowed to get on an overloaded dinghy and sink a mile offshore and so despite all of that any one of those things I, I, it's hard for us to recover mentally from any of. Oh well, things. we don't.
0: We're, we're not. We're not going to get close. In fact, we put ourselves in harm's way to try and get a little sniff of any, yeah. uh, of, any of that stuff. These it are people be, who have a, an understanding of the human condition that smiling. we're never ever going to have.
2: No, it's it's impossible to try and imagine, even though I've heard the story. But isn't it amazing? Some
0: but isn't it amazing though? Because looking at like America, where we are terrified of immigration. Yeah. I mean, this whole Trump thing has come on the back of being terrified. The idea that we would be terrified of that group of people who put themselves through that and have finally crawled out the end of this pipe with a smile on their face being yeah. like, I made it. And we're like, you're scaring the shit out of You're scaring right. us crazy or whatever. It's insanity. Right. What is it with us and immigration? What is, it, what is it with us and immigration, Steve? Is it that we're white male people and this is the end of our dynasty and, we are, and we're obsessed with homogeneity or whatever? Why are we so afraid of the other?
1: Good question. I don't have an answer for that. Um, <laughs> That's because you drank too much last night. Oh, yeah. I, totally. I, I drank so much. You know, there, the, there was a great festival in, in Bovina last night called Livestock. And, and us farmers have an expression, if you've got livestock, you've got dead stock. And I'm probably on the dead part of it tonight. Um, what we, we fear the unknown. Okay, my answer to your question is: Why do we fear immigration? Why do we not understand it? Is but we've stepped away from it far and long enough so that it's become alien. Excuse the pun. And uh, the first reaction we, as humans, have to anything that's unfamiliar and threatening is to say no and run away. Um, And and you know there's all sorts of irony in that because we all, if we look as I can in my family, look to immigration stories that were not as terrifying as what you've just told us, Carolyn, but but, But a lot of drama anyway, but all the same, when you cut the anchor ropes and you go off and you don't quite know what's going to be at the end of that journey, um, the, the reinvention that goes on there, I mean, you can be poetic and say, well, wisdom begins in wandering. Um, or you can say that this will put you on an anvil and the test will crush you and you will never recover from it and you know while you did see evidence of all of these people just grateful as you know it's amazing when we're given a a gift as simple as just to breathe um and to breathe freely the the joy that that you know you might not ever have found in your life unless you got a puppy, unless a puppy came into your life that allowed you the freedom to express that kind of unconditional joy. (laughs) Having your life put to you after those tests is one of those things that, you know, and I, I won't say this, I won't say that there's an equal gift to the test that caused you to get that oh. I mean to get to a point where you got that a lot of people would say well isn't that nice that they had that and you know uh, the equation that led up to it the plus plus and plus and plus of all of these terrors you know gave them something that was extraordinary and so it balances out no but the, but the world is horrifying yeah but wait but, uh, but here's the case but what's
0: interesting about this particular case because we've read about that We've read about people coming out of Syria or whatever and in the end being turned around and sent back or whatever, having gone mm-hmm. through that entire God. process and being sent back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's the case, what's, what, what, what's good about this, as far as I understand it from you, is that this is a population over there in Sicily, which is basically a dead island or a dying island or whatever, who have embraced these people, yes. and it's the first time that we've said it tonight, and, and they're calling them new Europeans.
2: Yes. and And to be... Quite honest, I was living in a bubble there with the group that I was working in. And I was going from one of their locations to another. to Like they have, um, for example, uh, an apartment building, basically a dorm for refugees um, in a town called Bronte, which is on the side of Mount Etna. And that dorm was filled with about 25 guys, um, all the ages of 17 to 25 years old. They're in there, being submersed in. I went to Italian classes where they're learning the language, and they're they're being groomed, you know, to to succeed. Right. You have to know the language. Right.
0: Um, but this is that's the other thing. This is uh, these are educated. You know, again, the assumption. They're highly with, educated. Right. The assumption with refugees. More
2: educated than I am.
0: Right. Of course. No. I What's had much more polished. Yeah. No. I had an experience in Venice because you know. Um, uh, you know, there are African men on the corner in Venice, like begging or whatever, and they're standing there. And there is that assumption that we all have where we're like, you know, uh, and so I'm kind of walking by or whatever. And then I say something and he starts talking to me in fluent, fluent English, like beautiful, fluent English. There's a man who speaks Italian or whatever, who's standing there with a cup. And then he described again, his story of how he came over, where he's living or whatever. This is, like, a man with, like, immense potential or whatever. And in Venice, where there isn't the same, they're not being received in that way. They're being received with suspicion. Like, why is a black man standing on the corner shaking a cup at me? You know, this is, like, old northern Italian. Um, Again, just seen as um, refuse.
2: Right. Right. They are... But to find a, a, a
0: to find a community, I mean, you are in a bubble. I don't know whether outside of that, maybe if you just went into the village, they're like as bad as anybody else. I don't know. But it's pretty amazing from watching what you were putting up on Facebook and seeing how those there's the nonna and there's the mama or whatever, and yeah. they're singing to each other and they're doing it, you know where it looks like it looks like something out of an advert for how immigration could work.
2: That's right. That the one of the things that was the most fascinating to me were. There are Ital- um, Ital- a lot of Italian women that would volunteer at the church, and they span generations, young, like you know, anywhere between 20 and 80 years old. And they come in and they do lots of church things. They cook and, and everything. There's a dozen guys living there. But there's a lot of grandmothers that are involved with the church, and um, uh, one of them is Rosaria. We went to her house for her 70th birthday. Uh, Shout out to Rosaria Um, and it was one of the most it was just an awesome day we got to I got to go to visit somebody else's house in what is considered old town Catania and we went up to the fourth floor of her place and she was cooking which what looked like for 40 people there were 20 but the the tables that they set up, they put them. They start them in the kitchen and it goes straight across <laughs> a hallway and yeah. ends in a living room. Nice. And we're all sitting there, and Very she's nice. cooking this massive meal for us. And there's church volunteers, there's Italian uh, uh, Sicilians, myself, and then I would say between six and eight African guys that are part of that church. And those are people that have lived with her, the 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 oldest generation grandmothers seem to be embracing this new European right okay, these which is exactly
0: guys. the opposite uh, yeah we 're going to die in just a second, but which is exactly the opposite of what you expect, certainly in America, where right. the older generation are perceived, and I think are right as change. the hardest minds to change. Yeah. So in that situation, you want to do that thing that you want to do. Yeah.
1: No, I, I I want to keep talking like this forever, but I I do want to mention this that you're listening to <laughs> the evening Tickler with Carolyn Dowd and, and Julian and Steve, and what you just heard is um Sweaty for all of, of you. Yeah, warming? you can hit the button there <laughs> yeah. on the air conditioner. Yeah, yeah. But what you just heard, Julian, um, ye of little faith is an example of what faith does. And it's not <laughs> the old guy with the beard sitting up on a cloud. It's in the heart of people that make a table happen from the kitchen to the bedroom and invite everybody to sit down in it. That's hey, I'll, I'm fully on board well, with that. Yeah. That's the beginning of it. Okay, um, yeah, but, where, but it's uh, where it goes I have yeah. a problem with. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of different stories that come out of that uh, table, uh, which we're sitting at tonight. You're listening to WYOX Community Radio, live and local in the Catskill Mountains at 91.3 FM and on MTC cable channel 20. I hope you took notes on that because I'm not going to repeat it. And at WIOXradio.org on the web or any smart device, that's what you're listening to in Mongolia and in Sicily right now. Um, uh, this is, this is going to get better, um, as, as everything does. When are you going to press that
0: button? <laughs> this
1: is Pat Wichter from Brother Sun. And you are listening to WIOX Community Radio in the Catskills.
0: WIOX is supported by the Emerson Resort and Spa, home of
1: Wood Notes Grill and the Emerson Cafe. Serving dinner, handcrafted cocktails, breakfast entrees, and desserts made with fresh, locally-sourced ingredients.
0: Open seven days a week, 845-688-2828 or emersonresort.com. WIOX is supported by the Roxbury Arts Group. Presenting the orchestra now a Baroque flute, oboe, double bass, and piano quartet as part of the Essential Thursdays Concert Series at the Old School Baptist Church on County Route 36 in the Denver Vika Valley on Thursday evening, August 31st at 7.30. More information at 607-326-7908 or roxburyartsgroup.org.
1: We're back. Uh, actually, that's, that's, that's not the proper way to put it. We're taking the, photographs over here. So you talk here, amongst yourselves for a little okay. while. OK, I want to I talk about this. Um, a lifetime of uh, of making images, and uh, for corporations where you're, where you're making money from well, people what, too. What are you talking about again? I'm, I'm talking about Carolyn's Who, p- profession, Right. where her job, ultimately, even though it might be a one-dimensional farce, is to have uh, the equivalent of a sincere image and expression come across no and, and she's evidently oh, the, equi- the equivalent, the equivalent <laughs> of one. yeah not right. a real one but now so after a career of that subterfuge which she did very successfully she decides that she's go going to give herself a gift and actually go and make images that are, are real real, real. Yeah. Now, now my question to you is that you know you've spent a lifetime looking at images and you know you, you've got a nose now for what's real and honest and what's not when you looked at the images that you were taking of these people and 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 how their faces red with what you've described as a as a joy of just being was was it was it's uh, the most beautiful I've, moment of yeah. my entire career. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh, that's like, wow. No, but like, that's really? I cry that, right that's that's now. That's very yeah. interesting. Whoa. If I
2: if I was a professional sabbatical planner, I couldn't have planned a better way to encapsulate every passion I've ever had. You know, mm-hmm.
0: I felt like that from a distance. It totally
2: felt like that. It did. Yeah. Every totally. passion I've ever had for people. And meeting new people and traveling someplace and taking pictures. Uh I spent my career avoiding getting yelled at by clients and managers (laughs) to stop (laughs) taking pictures. Or where have you been (laughs) when I'm supposed to be working? By combining all of that and 20 years of standing behind the photographer when they're taking the picture and spending countless hours at night watching them edit their photos to see what the best photo is, and putting that all together into an opportunity where I could actually give somebody photography that they could use and that they would love, but I said I could have taken a picture of my foot, and they would have said, Caroline, this is the most beautiful foot we have ever seen. Anything I gave them, their response was,
0: well, and also you Beautiful. are well. Also, you are doing something fundamentally different, which is you know, because we have all done pro bono work, in yeah. about, you know, or or everybody who's taken can't photographs. Get yelled or,
2: for pro bono. <laughs> well, you out.
0: can't. But like, look, the, the, the truth of pro bono work is, if you didn't for for people who are working in commercial photography, if you didn't think that it was going to be a piece of bait to get you some work that really paid some money, right. you wouldn't do it. You know, so. Right. So anybody taking apparent, uh, apparently authentic pictures, like for instance, if you had just been art buying and you'd gone to one of our professional photographer friends and said like, hey, i got this great gig down in Sicily to do exactly what you did, they would have jumped on it. Why would they have jumped on it? because it leads somewhere. And also, it would mean, every picture that they took down there would be infused with an element of artifice That's right. for saying, like, yeah, hey, you know what, Bank yeah. of America are going to like this or whatever. So they're yeah. going to be saying... Yeah, "You different sort of filters. Yeah. You are able to just go and be like, what's the best picture down here?
2: That's right. And we haven't... I you know, have no I, ulterior motive.
0: And being involved in photography myself all that time, you know, we used to spend a lot of time talking when we were doing the different projects that we were talking about. Talking about authenticity.
2: Yeah, how to make it real.
0: But, uh, but we
2: you were can't. talking about
0: how to pretend to make anything real. We're like, this is all deep. about, yeah, there's no <laughs> authenticity no. at all. No. We're just doing facsimile authenticity. No. Yeah. And, oh, and because people have a gland in them that is able to tell when they're being lied to, which we all do, but which, which is why advertising doesn't work, because we know advertising doesn't work, right. um, we, were, we, we were never ever going to tell a story, even at our best. The photographers there, being like, "Where's this going?" Like, I'm there, thinking, "Like, where's this going for the photographer or whatever?" We're all there, uh, messing with yeah. the whole concept of authenticity. Right. Well, right.
1: The, the, the authenticity default has always been beauty, and and if you have so a good true. craft, that's true. If you have a good craft, then you're going to get away with your um, with your. Uh, or you're going to get one-dimensional play. you are going to get close. You're not going to get away. the with really it. interesting thing for 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 me in in having Carolyn right now is. Um, it's the what what's next um after oh, yeah. after you have sniffed um that and and let me put it this way you go on a journey and you and and you see a a, a mountain and and you're and you go towards it because you know when you get to the top of it you're going to look over and you're going to see new things that nobody's seen before and when you get there and you've struggled to do that and you look over that edge and you see these new truths your first Um, inclination after taking a deep breath with the wonder of it all is to run back and share it. Um, it, You know, I think that 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 is the foundation of our schools and our communities and our churches to to see these new truths and to come back. We're compelled by some bone in our body to share that. And so here you are and you've started it. You've started to share and I've looked at some of these amazing pictures of your journey Um, but I suspect it's Probably the beginning of something new it's in your life. It's the beginning
2: of something new. Yeah. yeah. What and, is it the beginning of? Well, w- I had talk when when I got there, and after the first, because the first day they're like, "What are you going to be doing?" You know, like <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, a li- right, they're yeah. like, and
1: yeah. you, know, you didn't even know. No, but yeah, right. that's great. Yeah. That's
0: great. Skepticism being met with skepticism in the beginning is perfect. Yes, it would be worse if they turned up. How do I up? know
2: if totally. you know? How do I know what they're going to totally. be like? Totally. And they don't know who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. But they, like all Italians, welcome me like this. The arms are wide open. We don't care who you are.
0: Just come on in. You said something on one of your Facebook posts about that, about them being welcomed welcomed in the same way or whatever it was. They
2: they welcomed a ship full of refugees that were brought in by the Italian Coast Guard. We welcomed them the same way I was welcomed in every house I've ever gone into or every
1: that's amazing Person i
2: have ever met and that is throwing those arms wide open Yeah, it yeah. is not i was there i w- watched the community that i was working with try to make those people feel like it was going to be okay and we're going to work with you and we're going to we're going to get you a place to live yeah you're going to have food and we're going to give you some training and then we gotta send you out and see what you can do with it. It's, right. it's not. I remember. See- it's not a golden path to just like. Well, it's going to be just fine. Well, I
0: remember it's, seeing amazing images like fingers. that when, um, when the first Syrian refugees were arriving in Germany, yeah. and they were getting off the airplanes or whatever, and there were German people going up to them and like, shaking their hands and cheering them as they came through the airport. And mm-hmm. these people who come out of Syria who are expecting to be treated like rats or whatever are blown away, it's so emotional, they're just blown away to see all these beaming faces saying like, yeah, come on in or whatever, amazing. America, uh, could, uh, would we, what part of America, would we be capable in the slightest of that?
1: I think so, I I think that we have that, in spite of certain evidences to the contrary, because we still, as people, have empathy, and and we have suffered, and, and that's where empathy comes from, but I can remember in my own professional career, at times when I thought I was going to lose the business, you know, and I I couldn't see when the next piece would come in and where the cash was going to come from. And having a, a sale, a print salesman come in, and these guys, as you know, they've got stains on their tie and, you know, their posture's bad and, you know, their complexion's awful from eating horrible food all of their lives. Sitting down across from me and looking at the work we did, and saying, you're going to be fine. All you have to do is persevere. This is good stuff. And that alone, okay, that alone from that stranger was enough to get me enough to take those steps to to correct it. And we have that. And and, uh, what we don't have in our leadership in certain areas is the people that stand up and remind us of that. A few kind words to people that need them. Sometimes it's all Mm -hmm. that's necessary for people to do the work that they can do. Right, but we in particular, I mean, and because,
0: you know, we're talking about this in a general sense, but this also does come from this this meal thing that we're doing, or it comes out of a very specific area of America, which is a very white, rural, Republican, you know, all that kind of stuff. Doesn't it feel like we were having a conversation earlier today about saying, You know, how what's interesting to me about being here is that the embracing of the insider here, like, I feel very embraced in this community. I feel like, you know, anybody would do anything for me. I mean, in general, I'm sure there are people who don't
1: like me. I squeeze you all of the time. Right, right,
0: right. But I'm talking about locals. I'm talking about people. I've raised my children here. I've done the things that people around here want to see you do to fit in. My children have gone to the local schools, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. So. I feel all of that as a kind of embrace. Like, this is salt of the earth, these are people who are like, and yet I'm uh, we were talking earlier today about how aware I am, you know, things like the Delaware County Fair that just went down, you know, other stuff from around here, how I'm aware of how that is allowed for me, even if I was gay, or maybe even if I was black or whatever, that's allowed for me because I'm on the inside but the fear of outsiders in this particular area that we live in, like it's okay for me because I am there Whatever I am, elitist. They're, they're well, weird uh, English elit- elitist. No, elitist snob. snob I think right, the- but they're like, ah, yeah, but you're, you're, you're are elitist <laughs> snob. <laughs> but how do you? But, but, but trying to, um, yeah, trying to live within within a within a place where you recognise that you are embraced, but that uh, that the person next to you or the person yeah. who's an outsider is not. That's a really tough thing.
1: It's a tough thing, and. Uh, I'll tell one other little story that, that I think is relevant to could it happen here? Could we see people come in here that are so different from us and, in need and do anything to help them? Out could the we? With, within Delaware County? Within Delaware whatever? County. Um,
2: and yeah. have them be first generation here?
1: Yeah. I, the odds are? Or I, I, believe, or even I believe that it would be How would that be? be yeah. Well, first of all, it would just be a shock. It would be a culture shock. Um, They'd have to be white for a start. Exactly. No, no they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Um, they. Um, I'll make the story very short. Uh, after two years, if they didn't do the work, they would. I be, you. They would be yeah. driven out. I don't believe you. But I don't believe. Did, I don't believe they would I, give, no. be given the opportunity they, to do the work. Well, there are enough. people. I, I would take issue with that. Um, hey. They're not coming up here. If they did come up here, we could see what would happen. And we don't know what would happen if a bunch of uh, Can I bring Syrians some? or blacks yes. <laughs> I have
2: a dozen that I would. I would I'm love. I mean, to I'll bring. tell that you would this. Be they are it. the most amazing. I'm trying. I would love to have them at love Burnett to Farms. Bring, okay. Um,
0: yeah, because you know what? They'd work hard and they'd them. be excited. <laughs> the, they'd cook they cook amazing food, and they would be. They would bring art. Would they would bring op- art. That-
1: and people would look over the, the over the hill at what was going on, and they would smell the good food, and they'd hear the song, and and they would see a uh, a marginally productive Burnett Farms turn into something just exactly resplendent. You know and what? They it go like, be? "What's going on up there?" You know what? And it would immediately be the human spirit. Has it been would be put to so work. much better because
0: they're be- because the truth is they would put us to shame. Yeah. They'd totally put us to shame. They'd be well, so much better with than we're their we attitude. Are. Of course they their would. Attitude They'd be positive. Alone. I know. And then but we're the They're superior the ones positive. who are standing here like grumbling and taking oxycodone to like get through life or whatever.
2: They're positive their positive energy despite, Yeah, talk to us about that. Despite the, what they despite have come from, they from. From the stories from. the twelve stories out of a million people that I heard, right, not just a million in Italy, but let's just call it around the world, there's people shifting. Those 12 stories would keep me up at night. I don't know how I could have ever responded myself, being put through any one of the segments of their journey to Italy, much less be the happiest people I've ever met in my life, ever. I I, think
1: you'd be one of those people.
2: With nothing. It's not that they don't have anything, but they... Are just grateful to be breathing with a roof over their heads, just like our parents used to say. Oh, you got a roof over your head, you right, be quiet. right? Right.
1: Right. We <laughs> should be grateful. So <laughs> we've right.
2: forgotten that we have. We have forgotten how wealthy, how oh, not wealthy, how rich we are with. And with that, we've and,
1: lost the treasure. Um, yeah. which, which is we've the humility. Taken so much for grieving. of uh, of what it is. Just would, to wouldn't take that the be point amazing? Like line. the
0: project I was talking to you about in the car, the yep. new project in Kingston. Yep. Imagine if we populated that. With the most that,
2: amazing cooks. Cooks,
0: hard workers, whatever. Incredible whatever. cooks. Right.
2: Oh, my that God. That have learned from Italian grandmothers it that It would could be transformational.
0: Yep. It wouldn't only be just a case of uh, of it being a cool thing to do. Our project that we were doing would be a better project because of it. Not because of its do good well-wishy, but just because they would be better work. But they would be... They just do the job right. better than the other people that we have available yeah. to do and the job. Work. Bastion, you're, if you're it listening. would absolutely
1: work. You know, we and we've seen this in America. I mean, during after the Vietnam War, there were th- tens of thousands of Hmong uh, that came yeah. over, um, and Iowa uh, was one of the greatest intakers. And if you want to look at a state that's white and seemingly racist and and. Red. I mean they voted for Trump and all they they took took those people and and this is a generation later and you go into Iowa and you see these people that have done what it is that they do. They worked hard, they assimilated You're you're right. And they' and they're part of it You're all right. now the foods changed, you know the, the culture in Iowa has changed they become more worldly and cosmopolitan all of these positive things happen with an initial it could never happen in right. Iowa right but
0: it t- what's that tipping point that breakthrough point they did the work? They did the work. The worry, though, is not being able to be given the facility to even prove right. that you are That's well. Th- right. They're amazing worry to be
2: around. there is that it, they won't ever get the chance right to get a job
0: right? I mean, look in Delaware County, uh, an example in Delaware or a couple of examples. We had somebody on this show, a guest on this show, who is liberal and whatever. Who I, I listened back to it the other day, who said on the show about this um, village that exists. It was a uh, Islam thing. Remember what yes. we we're talking about? Yes. And she definitively said, it's a jihadist training camp. I heard all about it. They that loaded up with yeah, AK-47. That's what she
1: said, but it's fake news.
0: Oh, it was comp- comp- it's the absolute comp- absolute yes. opposite. And this is someone who's within our, yeah. uh, you know, I mean,
1: the, the, that's, the... That's, yes, that is the first phase of breaking the cycle of this. It's the old... Uh, Song, uh, uh, the Simon and Garfunkel song, A Man Hears What He Wants to Hear in Disregards to the Rest. Well, the evidence that has to come, the definition of a bigot is somebody that, in spite of evidence to the contrary, continues to think the same thing. And you change a bigot. By well, sometimes you can't, but you can change a bigot's With behavior empirical by evidence. by showing them repeatedly, which is how people learn. Repetition makes reputation. Old ad, uh, which is my world. Okay, but look, and a- and they can show. Okay, okay, because people want it. Okay. people basically would rather I, be positive. All right, I
0: like, I like that idea, but look, we have just within our own community, we have a few, you know, Tulip up in the Rose, the uh, the the those guys are Muslims or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or over or in Franklin, Franklin or yeah. whatever. Um, this, uh, You would think exactly that. You would think like, hey, here are happy people making amazing food that you can't get in other places around. Like, wow, you know, they're working, working. Yeah. You know, it's not, but it's been greeted within the intelligentsia within you know, yeah. within that group within Franklin of like, Oh yeah. wonderful. But otherwise, forget, I haven't have you talked to
1: them about, about their experience here? Have they been You know, like not- I haven't.
0: I mean I've talked to other people who do talk to them or whatever, and I think that they're persistent. But like but that should be exactly the breakthrough where you're like, Hey, let us feed you, we're happy or whatever, and now you can't drink booze here or whatever, which is Issue or whatever, but that should be exactly (laughs) the pathway that widens out into something. But it, but it isn't. You know, I mean, I think they, I think any Muslim community up in the place that we live in is under uh, is under constant threat the entire time. No matter how nice their food is that they make, or no matter how hard they try to integrate themselves
1: i think carolyn is telling us a story that has repeated itself from from the old testament forward where you know you change or die and and if you stay the same for too long um uh, there's a revolution that's going to happen and it will change you but um you know leonard cohen said that you know if you don't break it the light don't get through and um i think the whole world is is starting to break apart and, and I think America is going to break apart, yeah. you know, for, for all of the wrong and right reasons. But we'll remake ourselves with a new face. And that new face is going to be made up. Uh, and, and the goodness that comes from it is going to be made up of the experience that you is telling us. All about. right. Well, we should now, because it's a little thing and now
0: we're in a public arena or whatever. We should, because I've got new projects coming up. you got new projects coming yep. up. We should make some kind of little handshake on the idea of being like, let's, let's. let's try to do let's try not for any reasons of being like the best people in the world no but just because it would be so much better fun
2: i am excited for these people the people that i met i want them here yeah i have already made plans to reach out to my old employer and figure out a way to get i just want to learn how what the process is to get one person here i bet it's hard can i try what can how does that work? I don't know. I bet it's I've never done you that don't know, that before. But,
1: um, yeah, the, the idea carries it. And, and I, it's important that um, this is community radio. And you've just heard two people shake hands on an idea that brings together the wild, divergent, and diversified ideas that make us who we are, um, putting a new spin on it. And um, that's exciting. Well, you know, you know and And I think that in a year from now, Carolyn's going to come back. And and Julian and they're going to report. Well, we on should an tell experiment. that story. Yeah, I mean, there's a story that I mean,
0: we're constantly in this thing about like storytelling's dead or whatever. <sighs> there's a good story right from the beginning of like, okay, well, how do you do this? That's right. For one person, we're not talking about solving all of that. We're not talking about populating I everything in Kingston. I just want to see
2: what that process is like. How complicated it is, or is it easy? Been made hard. But I don't know. But, I wouldn't know until I tried. But
0: me and you are both normal people. We're not. We're not. We're not political activists. We're not, not. So normal. it doesn't come from that. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> normal neither at all. are you. Thank God, you're not normal. Um, <laughs> but we be would be coming at it from from the position of a neophyte. Yep. Yeah. We'd be like, well, I don't know. I've never tried to get like a black person from Nigeria into America. Well, how exactly. do you do this or whatever? So we would be. It's got that reality TV quality of like, okay, where do you start? How? Where's the pen? Right. That will be an pin? amazing story.
1: No, I, I think that you can get a big check written from uh, the Vatican because this could be that reality show of a non believer ultimately believing because of. Not in anything. Yeah. I like the Pope. I
0: like that Pope. Uh, he's a you, cool dude. You like the way the he dresses. Don't I like the way he dresses. Yeah, I like, like all cool kinds of stuff. Dresses. I like the French. Uh, <laughs> right. I like the
1: <laughs> you, you like the sense, right? Hey, look, he's yeah. a
0: cool dude. To go down to Lampedusa like he did or the whatever. The Pope is an amazing man. And I'm sure a lot of the reasons yeah why Italy is embracing it. He calls it out. But Italy's embracing it. At least partly mm-hmm. because the main guy is like standing there. Yeah, go Pope. Yeah.
1: So you know, Carolyn said that you know they they arrive, uh, they're they're embraced, they're they're trained in language and and maybe a little professional work. But she said, and this was wonderful. She said, "It's not a golden road that is given to them. Right. They have to then go out and proof themselves out, and and then the story, you know, really gets interesting again because people will fail, in spite of what they're trying to do, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and tragedy, you know, and yeah. there's tragedy everywhere, but there's also there's also hope, and um and and that's you know it's the oldest story in the world, and um I think that when we can find in a way to help all of the complicated pieces of that story to come together in a meaningful workable way, it turns something on in us as humans. There's that you know, there's, there's a joy in giving and helping and, and providing service that uh, words fail. It's just, it's something you feel in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've walked away from that. We've walked away from the knowledge of how good it is to be human and to give. And I think that what the two of you are talking about as an experiment here um, is probably the path towards reawakening some things that will yeah, make to you know feel it's, better. But
0: even there's some other stuff on the back of that, which is like something that you mentioned a minute ago, which is the, the um, you also have to be granted within all of this, because this is a Halcyon story. Um, the story that we're proposing here is that we bring people in, we do this project over there, and everybody gets to look at it, and they're like, "Oh my God, everybody's yeah. amazing." There are going to be failures. An, an incubator. Yeah, but there's going to be someone who does steal something from your next-door neighbour. There's going to be so you know, like like there like is me. in. No, but like there is in any situation. It's only yeah. a real situation. Not every single person who's come over from Africa is just going to be some kind of glowing Christ-like figure who just, just, like just every, wants to sing every song. Every there's going to be the full range. Yeah, That's right. But of course, we wouldn't be allowed any capacity for failure no. uh, that you would be allowed in a normal situation, you wouldn't be allowed anything to go wrong or anybody to be badly behaved or to break something or break into something. Well,
1: if your story was being sponsored by a corporation, of course not, but you know, if you're doing this as a study, uh, Yeah, be- but,
0: but you're existing in such a tight demographic when, when, in terms of that, that like everybody is waiting for the first moment of, uh, to be like, see, told you.
1: No, no, no. The, the lessons that have to come forward that we need to be reminded of, again, are we are imperfect and we must learn how to forgive and, and look at this, not hide it, not run away from it, not think it's bad. This is the human condition. And we have to be able to embrace the good with the bad in a way so that when somebody does steal or act out, which will happen, it's not the end of the story. All right. So... Um but don't you end up at the end of a
0: conversation think, uh, like this thinking like, well, I don't want to do the other thing anymore? I, yeah. The other oh,
2: thing? Oh, when day two of the 21 days that I worked for this community, I said, can I come back next year? Right. <laughs> like I'm already trying to figure that out. I said, hey, I have, you know, I have been in a photography business for 25 years and I have professional photographers who are already sending me notes what are you doing why are you there what is happening what did you do Where did you come up with this on your own or whatever I'm like come with me next year but that's a state
0: of blindness that you are in beforehand it's a Christian blind now I see thing or whatever you know once you've seen then tend to to choose to to not see after that point to come back and go back into everything being just like it was Uh is an act of willful blindness as opposed to what you had before which is just a a state of not knowing once you know and choose to turn away from what you know, then it's, that takes it from, from innocence to being culpable. Right. So now by putting yourself in a situation where you're like, hey, you know what, I need to be a part of this or whatever, you know, that's an amazing thing to do, but it's also a responsibility. Because turning away, from, choosing to be like, ah, eh, I saw it, but in the end it was just a holiday and now I'm going to go back to like shopping at a Walmart or whatever would be, uh, would be a problem now.
2: I think because I was volunteering and it was self-funded, right? Uh, I, I couldn't... And without diminishing what I did, because I put a lot of work into it, it was just photography. Right. For them, for me, it wasn't... I don't think they thought it was just photography, but it wasn't like I was right. saving right, anybody's right, life right, 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 right. still. yeah, I'm still not saving anybody's life doing what I'm doing, but... It has changed me I have always wanted to give back all of the stuff that I know and learn have learned and if I can find a way to do that and it's through this particular place and I go back every year or twice a year and bring new people that and just expand it. Where where else do you need help here? Can yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I have these resources. Let's make it into something bigger yeah no that's that's amazing that's what i would love to do
0: right but i mean and i think that's amazing i was just saying like you've kind of put yourself in a slightly tricky situation because it's not only what you would like to do but bearing in mind everything that we just said if we really believe in what we're saying it's kind of what you gotta do yeah so you cross that rubicon into being like well now i can't unknow that's what i now know
1: these are these are very good words that um, are going to be uh, vetted out and tested as the year goes on. We will be hearing more from this, but but tonight at table we have uh, plumbed the depths of the human heart with Carolyn Dowd, and um, and, and and she has been. Lightly handled by Julian, who who generally <laughs> likes to go in and, and rip out a beating human heart and and show it to the victim as as they gasp and die. I've never, you know, I I think fun. he's potentially on the road towards uh, salvation, but I doubt it. Um, uh, thank you. This is the Evening Tickler, and we have so enjoyed your ears, and, uh, and, and right in on this one, we, we want to hear from you about your thoughts on this and your expectations. I feel the captain breathing behind me. Um, Simon Martinez sends his best to you, uh, who used to have a radio show, I think, right in front of you a few years ago. Um, But I saw him. Um, He's part of the Bollinger Motor uh, Group. Yeah, those guys are amazing, huh? An electric uh, utility vehicle, which is totally amazing. Something that's happening in our own backyard up here. Um, Just another indication of all the amazing things that happen here in these mountains. Um, Until next week, same time, same place, um, do this. Do this. And this is our lesson from Carolyn. Kick your door open. Invite in the strangers, cook the meal, set the table up from your kitchen to your bedroom, sit down, and say grace, because that is grace. Hey, Karen, thanks for coming.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) I loved it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Let's see. Let's go out on. Let's see. (laughs)